your one stop for exclusive interviews. I'm joined by University of Central Oklahoma quarterback commit Cooper Wilcox. Cooper, thank you for taking the time to talk to me today. Man, really, the culture that the coaches show as soon as you walk in the doors, they make you feel like your family. They make it feel like a, a healthy environment to come and play football. I'm joined by University of Central Oklahoma senior H-back Dante McGee. Dante, thank you for taking time this morning to talk to me. This is honestly a once-a-lifetime thing, you know. Usually you get your five years and you're done, but you know, you get an extra year of play. I was like, you know what, I, I want to come back. I want to spend another year with these guys. Game press conferences. I didn't really like my first read, so I was just went to playmaker mode. Game previews, recaps, brought to you by me, your host, JG Smooth. You're listening to The Cho Show, only on the Suave Report. Good morning, afternoon, evening, night, whatever time it might be. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Cho Show podcast presented by TheSwathReport.com. I'm your host, Jonathan Goodall, a.k.a. J.G. Smooth. We're back. We have another one-on-one episode. I appreciate the support on the My Grace episode as well. That surpassed my expectations. Again, I appreciate Amaya coming on, uh, even though there's a lot of not similarities, I guess you could call it there between, you know, between, uh, you know, Rose and, 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 and Seminole being rivals and they've been the Cowboys and the Chiefs, you know, so I I was glad that that turned out well. Um, I, before I bring on to today's guest here, I will say I'm, I'm delaying the, uh, the, uh, yeah, the, the position breakdowns Probably until January. Now, now the reason the reason why, because in the past week or so, I have seen or we have had some players depart. Uh, I will go over those players now. So, running back Nasir Kemper and wide receiver Peyton Lusk have medically retired from the sport of football. It, it's always unfortunate when that's the case, uh, when guys' careers end before his natural end point. Right, like you know, like at least with Dante and Johnny, like they knew at the Central Missouri that that was it. Like that was just the end point. They were just out of eligibility type type things. You just hate to see it when the when the career is is it's ended short. Uh, so I'm definitely wishing those guys the best moving forward. I know that that was not the easiest decision. Uh, there's also been two players that have been lost to the portal. Our freshman linebacker Chase Faber out of McAllister, I saw he is entered the portal. I think it was last week or the week prior. It's his second straight year. If you were here last year, the second straight year had a very good true freshman linebacker transfer. You recall last year there was Eliza Wright out of Vian was looking like a stalwart uh, program four year starter guy, and then he transferred to OSU to play with his his brother. Uh, so I'm interested to see where Chase goes again. That, that that's just a big loss because we saw the freshman season that he had. And I was really looking looking forward to seeing what he was going to uh, do as encore. And then redshirt freshman quarterback Cooper Wilcox, he transferred to Central Arkansas. I did. I, I will say I will say when I when I when I first saw that I was dis I was I was disappointed because. If you recall, if you go back to that signing day, even when we had him on as the one-on-one, uh, his his clip is in the the intro. 
Uh, I I was expecting great things out of Cooper. I really did. I still think that 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 that's the case. I just hate that it's going to be in Central Arkansas and not in a UCLA uniform. Uh, so we will get those one those 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 position breakdowns starting in January. I just want to give it some time to see how the roster kind of shakes out. If we have any more departures, any more retirements. Uh, and then see what what early signing day brings us because I know that's I know they got a few more commits and then I know JUCO sometimes will sign at the mid year, uh, but also, but 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 also it's it's kind of fitting because right when you lose a quarterback you gain a quarterback in UCO's case they have two committed for this year, one of them is today's guest so without further ado I'm gonna bring him on now. I'm joined by University of Central Oklahoma quarterback commit Mason Willingham. Mason, thank you for taking time this evening to come on and talk to us. Uh, could you start by telling the viewers and listeners a little bit about yourself? Yeah, um, appreciate you having me on. Um, I'm a quarterback. Um, I started out at Skytook, a little town just north of Tulsa. Um, I played um, there for a long time. Um, Ended up transferring after my sophomore year, and I'm now at Owasso, um, <clears throat> and that's where I've been the past two years. And, and what was that? What was that adjustment period like coming from, like you said, a small town of Sky to to one of the bigger schools in the state in uh, Owasso? Yeah, it was a big jump. Um, you go from four A to six A one. Uh, you know, Oklahoma football. There's a there's a big jump in between there, and that's why I wanted to go. Um, it was a uh, it was a it was a learning curve, but it was it was a it was a lot of fun. And and for those of us now, those of us that follow Oklahoma high school football, we know in the six states it's dominated by the Tulsa area schools, right? Owasso, Bigsby, Jinx, Union, Broken Arrow. So what what is football like? What what does that mean to not only to to the to the city of Owasso? Um, it's a big deal. Uh, here in Owasso, football is huge. Um, they take uh, football pretty serious. So, um, you know, for us this year, we made it to the state championship. So it was a big deal for us. And, um, you know, uh, ever since Coach B's gotten here, they, they've kind of changed the way uh, this program has looked. Um, so I think he's been here, uh, what, five or six years and um, has been there three times already. So, um, you know, it's definitely uh, growing on the community and, and it's become a bigger um, thing um, for, for a while. So it's, it's pretty exciting. And, and you mentioned Coach, Coach Blankenship. Obviously, we know we, we know what he did before Union and then he had a great stint at Tulsa. What 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 has it been like to play under him? It's been a man. He's he's definitely um, taught me a lot. Um, he's one of the best guys I've I've. I've, I've ever known, um, without a doubt will go down as, uh, probably the best coach I've ever had. He, he's a, he's a great guy. Um, great coach. Uh, he's taught me so much about football that I, I could go on and on about the guy for sure. Uh, and, and being the quarterback for one of the premier teams in the state uh, that, that obviously comes with a lot of pressure. So how were you kind of able to, to kind of not only navigate, but thrive in a pressure packed role where maybe some other guys wouldn't have been, have been able to to do so. Well, at the quarterback position, you kind of have to, uh, you kind of have to love the pressure. 
So um, I definitely have adapted to, um, I would say, that the pressure that comes with being a quarterback. So, um, you know, I w- I've always wanted to be I've al- I thought I've always thought I've played my my best football uh, uh, when when the lights are on and, and when the, the pressure is high. So, um, you know, it's it's part of just playing, you know, being a quarterback and you have to be able to uh, adapt and learn in those situations. So. Uh, without a doubt, um, you know, it, it's a tough position and it's a tough place to be, especially at a big school. You know, you're when you lose, um, it's your fault. And if you win, you know, you're the the uh, the, the answer. But it's um, it I wouldn't trade the position or uh, this this community for anything. And, and, and to you, what what would you say is probably the, the hardest aspect of being a, a quarterback? Um, outside noise, um, you know, being a quarterback, uh, you have to be confident in whatever you do. Um, so outside noise, if you let, if you let that get to you, you, you will not play as well. And, um, I think the best ones, you know, they take it on as a challenge and they, uh, they continue to get better. And, um, definitely the outside noise though, you just have to completely shut that out and, and, and play and, and be yourself out there. Uh, and then looking at at this at this season, it started off kind of rough for you guys. I, I know you had a slow start. You you lost Cole Adams, one of the best receivers, not only the state but in the nation. Uh, but you all were able to somehow get it together and go on a great playoff run, culminating in the state championship appearance. How were you all able to, I guess, maybe not get too down on yourselves after the slow start and and, and the and adversity, and come back from that and make a run that probably surprised some people. Yeah, I mean, when we lost Cole uh, the first game, we lost our our number one running back uh, before the season even started. So before the even season started, we we knew that this season wasn't going to be easy. Um, and to be honest with you, when you start out one and four, uh, things don't look too bright in the locker room, you know, in, in the community, and people are you know everywhere talking about what what happened to Wasa football. Well. Um, it's just part of it. You know, we had the hardest schedule I think uh, Oklahoma football has ever seen. I mean, we went from Bixby, uh, Jinx, BA, Union, and Mustang um, to five uh, great, great football teams. And um, it didn't come out as well as we wanted to. Um, but you know what? After that, we started to just kind of settle down. Um, we realized that we found our identity. Um, we realized that we could play with any team that we, we wanted to. And um, we just started to understand as a team that we needed to be with each other. And um, the locker room started to, to grow after those, believe it or not, started to grow at, at the end of those, uh, those games. And it was tough. Um, but at the end of the day, it's what made us such a good team uh, down the line. Um, and it's the reason why we beat, you know, a couple teams that people said we, we shouldn't have. So um, I wouldn't have traded it for anything else. I wouldn't have traded it for a perfect season. Um, that season um, will definitely go down as my favorite season uh, in high school football for sure, uh, and maybe ever. So, I, you know, it was it was a rough start, but we just continued to be positive about the situation and, and um, you know, have a 
a better outlook at it. And uh, we got better every, every week. So, um, yeah. So now, what, what, how, what kind of do you credit for you all being able to stay together? Because obviously after a one in four start, it would have been very easy to, 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 for things to start breaking down internally, but it seems like you all actually grew stronger from that. So what, what, what kind of do you, do you credit um, towards that happening? Well, I think you have to credit coach B. I believe it starts at the top. Um, you credit coach B because he was, uh, you know, no matter what, he was always in our corner. Um, he was a guy that, uh, just kept us positive. And then uh, we had a leadership meeting uh, council, I guess you would as leaders of the team. And um, he would talk to us about how we need to handle um, being one and four and being um, not a very uh, good team at the beginning of the year. And uh, when, when we started to learn and um, how, how, how to lead in those situations, you know, the leaders of the team really stepped up and became um, a really big part and we just kind of held it together as long as we could. And, and it just started to grow each week. And, uh, it was kind of like glue, you know, we just, we just all loved each other and, um, we just, uh, continued and continued to get closer each week. Uh, now you're missing, you know, you all went, you went on that playoff run. You, you beat some teams. People probably didn't, didn't think you'd beat. Obviously I think, you know, probably the, the one that everybody's going to remember, Five, ten, fifteen years from now, that six yeah. overtime classic against Union, in which you yourself had more yards than the entire Union team. Uh, yeah. What I mean, what I, I mean, first of all, six six overtime—that's that's a lot of football. So, like, how were you all able to 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 dig deep and keep answering the bell and keep fighting for six overtime? Well, it was it was yeah, you're right. It was a crazy game. Um, I knew it was going to be a really crazy game about the second drive when um, we we took it 98 yards. It was a 98-yard drive um, in less than like two minutes. And uh, it was I, – I was gassed after that, 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 that drive. And so I knew that it was going to be a long game. And uh, when we got to those six OTs, I mean, I think it was the third OT, and I was like, man – we. I don't know how much longer we can go, you know, but you, uh, you just find a way, you find a, I find a way to win. And, and to be honest with you, uh, we just wanted it more, uh, than they did. And, and that's just what it came down to. Um, but yeah, it was, it was an exhausting game. I remember going home and I thought I was going to sleep. Well, I didn't sleep at all that night. Just so just still amped up about the game. Uh, it was a pretty crazy night and it would definitely go down. as one of the, the craziest game in Oklahoma history. Uh, and then when you when you look at your senior season as a whole, over two thousand yards passing, over a thousand yards rushing, roughly thirty combined touchdowns. What 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 kind of will stick out to you you the most about your senior season? Um, I just think we just were resilient. I, I would put it as like that. It, you know, when things didn't go our way, my way, you know, we just continued to get better, and you know it's one of those, one of those years where it felt like everything just didn't go. I mean, we were down to our fifth running back uh, at one point in the season. We had to bring an H back um, to, to the, to be a running back. So it was just a, uh, it was just a rough year. So we were, you know, just finding ways to win football games and, and that's what we did. And um, I'll, I'll, be, I'll always be proud of that. And 
Um, that's definitely one way to put our senior season. There's a diff, there's a lot of ways you could put our senior season, but uh, it was a it was a pretty crazy year. And and now so now what now? Because uh, obviously you're a UCO commit. So like what what I guess first what was the recruiting process like for you? Yeah, so it was a uh, it was pretty interesting. Um, I being when I transferred over here, I you know. I had to win a job uh, my junior year, and I ended up winning that job about, um, I think, three games left in the year. Uh, they finally gave me the nod. Um, and so that kind of was an interesting learning curve. You know, I didn't know how it was going to go with uh, recruiting at that time. Um, and also COVID was a uh, my freshman year, I believe, was a very – it was just a weird time, um, you know. And so it was – I didn't know – really how to go about it you know there wasn't a lot of camps not a lot of stuff to go to so um it was a it was definitely a very interesting time but um it started to pick up after my junior year and uh uco called me um just kind of out of middle of nowhere and, and, and offered me so i knew that things would start to pick up and i had a handful of offers uh um from the from that summer on um to my to my senior senior season but um, yeah, it was a it was a pretty cool little deal. Uh, being recruited is a you know it's a blessing. So uh, couldn't have asked for a better better uh, recruiting. Um, Ed, now because I, I talked to I talked to some. They said the process can can get overwhelming at times. With uh, you're getting pulled in this direction, pulled in that direction. You're getting calls, getting texts. So did it at 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 any point get overwhelming for you? Yeah, uh, I was down to, to two schools and it was UCO and Missouri Western. Um, and so I, I really had no idea uh, where I was going to go. Um, I, I didn't know how to go about it. Um, I just felt like, you know, I, I had, you know, both schools are, are great schools, but, you know, I just felt like my place was at UCO. And so uh, that's why I made the decision. But yeah, it can get stressful at times. You know, people are calling you constantly, coaches. Uh, people want you to come to their school. Uh, even, you know, people you see around town, they're like, hey, man, you know, why don't you come play for UCO or wherever? So it was a pretty crazy experience, but I, I loved every bit of it. And, and so you said it, it came down to Missouri West and UCO. So what was it about UCO that made you decide that that's where you want to play your college football? Well, I think the first time I stepped on campus, I, I realized, oh, like this is this is a place where I could definitely see myself. Um, number one, the coaches, they, they treat you like family. Uh, Coach Donald, Coach Letch, Coach Doral, all those guys. Uh, they've, they've definitely treated me like family since the beginning. Um, it's been a it was a it was just one of those things where I just felt like my heart was leaning towards UCO and um I loved every bit of uh, of what they had to offer the facilities. I think they're the, the nicest in D two, and uh, you know they had everything I I ever dreamed about. So uh, I definitely fell in love from the time that they offered me, and uh, it just felt right. And and now what I find interesting now, because especially in in this day and age, now you 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 aren't the only quarterback to be a commit. So now the fact that there was another one as well, I know to some it might have scared them off, but like. Did did that did that ever did that ever factor into it that they were bringing in another quarterback or was it just like okay cool that's just somebody else I can 
grow with, go through the process with, compete with? Like, what, what kind of was your feelings towards that? Well, um, when I moved to Owasso, uh, the, at the time, there was like two, two or three schools that had returning starters um, in the Tulsa area. And so some people kind of asked me, you know, like, why didn't I go to one of those schools or, you know, something like that. But I just wanted to be at Owasso and for a lot of different reasons, you know, but it was just kind of like UCO, you know, it was kind of the same thing. I, I just loved UCO and I actually know the other quarterback commit. So uh, it was definitely interesting. Uh, I didn't know how to go about that, but I, you know, I'm not really scared of competition. You know, I just wanted to go out there and do me. Um, but I definitely did take a look at that, but it was just at the end of the day, I just felt like my heart was telling me to go to UCO and I, I didn't really care what was in the way. Uh, now, well, when I was watching your film last, last night, what, what stuck out to me the most, uh, your, your, your poise in chaotic situations, there was times protection broke down. Uh, you were scrambling out the pocket. You had to step up in the pocket. But you never looked rattled. You never looked out of your element. How are you? How are you able to be so calm when everything around you is kind of in chaos? Well, um, I think I was kind of. I've always just been kind of a calm guy, number one. Um, but I think I've just. I've been in so many big games um, and, and big atmospheres. It's just kind of uh, you know you get used to it a little bit. Um, I think I was also blessed to just kind of have that calm mindset. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know, you know, it's just one of those things that you either have or you don't, I guess. And, and I, I got blessed to have it. And, and the second thing that, that jumped out would, would, I would say would be your deep ball. There's, it's a nice catchable deep ball. There's a lot of air on that. Sometimes to try to guide it too much. Sometimes they put too much air on it. Like how, how, I guess it, was that all was that natural for you? Was a deep ball natural? Was that something that that you had to work at over time to get to where it is now? Well, I, I grew up playing a lot of sports. Um, I played baseball. Um, I've, I've just always kind of been throwing the ball around. So, you know, also another thing that comes with the poise is is you know being a pitcher. I was a pitcher, and you, you just kind of learn. Um, but yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't, you know, I don't know. I just, I've, I've been training for a while. So uh, it's just one of those things that I've definitely, uh, it's one of my best, best uh, things, attributes. Um, I don't know. You know, you just, you train over and over again and you, you, uh, I, th I throw it like how uh, coach B wants me to. So I've just gotten used to it and that's how he likes it. So I've just, I've just kept on going. And, and, and I guess the, the third or final thing that kind of stuck out to me, you're, I want to say you're, you're deceptively fast in the regards that when you decide to turn on Jets, you turn on the Jets. Uh, that's something that that I, I know Vucio historically has kind of had that during my time covering. Um, but I didn't notice when you do run, like you're not afraid of contact. Like I didn't see you slide much. I saw you lower the lower the shoulder. Yeah. Where does that, I guess, maybe love of contact come from? <sighs> I, I, I've been playing football for, for a long time. Um, you know, I heard Baker Mayfield say this, I didn't play football to slide I, you know, I played football for the contact. Um, and I guess it comes a little bit with it. You know, I, I just, I love it. I think when I get hit, I, I play a little bit better. 
Um, and I like the, the blue collar football. I like to run the ball, you know, um, it's just part of me. I, I guess, uh, you know, a lot of quarterbacks, they don't, or a lot of people don't like when quarterbacks get hurt, uh, get hit a lot. Um, you know, that's definitely a conversation that coaches have had with me, but, uh, I just, I like to play, I like to, to get hit, you know, I, I just like it. I don't know. I, it's just, you can call me crazy, but it's just, uh, part of my game. Well, see, I say that because you're, you're, you're the, the, the quarterback room you're, you're joining, you're joining, you're, um, Stephon Brown, in my opinion, one of the best quarterbacks, not only in the conference, but in the country. He has a similar mindset. He doesn't like to slide. He finally slid more this year. Um, but like lo- looking, looking at that, I guess, I don't know if you met Steph, if you, if you talked to Steph, uh, Steph's a, a, a tremendous leader, a tremendous player. Uh, I guess like kind of what, what are you looking forward to most about learning not only under him, uh, under Peyton Thompson, but also under, under Coach Droll and Coach Lechtenberg? Well, I mean, I, I think there's going to be a, a big jump between college football and high school football. So um, to be able to learn under under Stefan, I've, I've met him a little bit, uh, shaking his hand. But, uh, you know, to be able to learn, he's been in the game for quite a bit. Uh, so to be able to learn under him and, and to uh, be able to just kind of, you know, a lot of quarterbacks don't have the, the um availability to to go to another quarterback and be like hey you know you know how how do you do this how do you do this he can give me uh hopefully he can give me some tips and some tricks to uh put up my sleeve so i can become a better quarterback and uh, when it's my time i can hopefully uh do do the job uh and my, my final football related question for you would be what what can uco fans expect to see out of mason willingham in a uco uniform um i think um, I just probably just being tough, you know, I, I, I like to pride myself on, uh, being tough and, you know, it's just, uh, part of who I am, I, I think, and, um, hopefully I can, uh, keep doing that there and, um, I'm excited. Uh, well, uh, be, 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 before I get you out of here, we, we do this with, with all the new guests, kind of some more get to know you type questions. So your favorite sports team could be any sport. Any sport. Oh boy. Um, I'm going to have to go with the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. Now, there are a handful of Cowboys fans currently on the roster. Now, I is this the year that they make a deep playoff run? I don't know. I feel like I said, I feel like. Every year is the year. Uh, I don't. I don't know. You know. Hopefully they can they can pull out a little OBJ action. I hope they get him. Um, I don't know. I think they have the team to do it this year. I won't lie to you. I think Micah Parsons is the real deal. I think Dak Prescott is the real deal. Uh, CD Lamb. Uh, I think a lot. I think they're the real deal. I'm going to be honest. And I think I'm also Coach Durrell gave me a little crap for this when I when I talked to him the other day. He. Uh, I'm also kind of a Kansas City Chiefs fan. So I guess I can't put that in the same sentence, but uh, you know, I I don't know, I don't know, I I hope they can do it. Let's just put it like that. See now, it's funny you mentioned it actually because the last guest on here, Amaya Grace, is actually a Cowboys and a Chiefs fan. Oh yeah, and I just I just feel like <laughs> you know, I mean, you <laughs> that's like two fan bases with a lot of bandwagons. 
felt like it could be some people might might look at it as the case. Now she had a reason why she was a Chiefs fan. She's met Patrick Mahomes. She's a huge Mahomes fan. So for you, why are you a Chiefs fan? Well, um, I I love the way Patrick Mahomes plays. That's really it. I mean, I love uh, Travis Kelsey. A lot of those guys. Um, uh, Tyreek Hill when he was there. Um, I just kind of I, I fell in love with the way they played the game, and so I I for that reason I've just not because they've won a couple championships, but I just like the way they play their offense. You know, I I love Andy Reid and what he does, and um, yeah. I mean, how can you not? You know, I cannot love them. Yeah. And, and now, where where do you fall on the Tony Pollard Ezekiel Elliott debate? Now, do we feel like one's oh. better than the other? We feel like Zeke it might not be worth the money. Where how are we kind of falling on that? <sighs> this is a big debate. I I would put. I think they're the best duo in the NFL. And I think they should stay. If I was them, I would stay a duo. And because I think Tony, Tony Pollard is becoming a stud. And I don't think he could do it without Ezekiel. But I think um, they, they eat off of each other. And I think they, they ought to keep doing it. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know who's better. I don't know if they had one had to stay, one had to leave. I would probably pick Tony Pollard. I won't lie to you. I like the way he plays. Okay. Yeah. Now, if there was Chiefs Cowboys Super Bowl, who are we pulling for? Oh boy, I'm gonna have to go Cowboys. I just can't, you know. I just can't. I don't know. I love Patrick Mahomes, but not that much. <laughs> okay. I respect that. <laughs> yeah. I respect that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's see. Uh, your your favorite hobby outside of football. Hobby, hobby, hobby. Well, um, I collect sneakers. Does that count? It counts. Counts, yeah. I'm a big Jordan guy. So that's one of them. Yeah. You got you have a, a favorite pair of Jordans? <sighs> I I'm a big eleven guy. I don't it doesn't matter what colorway. Um I don't know if I have a favorite colorway. I just like the 11s a lot. I think they're very comfy and, you know, they can kind of go with anything. So. Okay. Uh, see so your, your, your favorite food. Favorite food. In general or just yes, like, um, hmm. I like chicken, like chicken and rice, just chicken, chicken tenders is also up there. But. Probably just chicken tenders, honestly. Canes, Chick Fil A. Now, which is that, that, now? What now? What is your go-to chicken tender place? Oh man, you're asking some tough questions here. Uh, <laughs> depends. So, are we going? Are we going just flavor or with the sauce? Uh, we we can go. We can go both. Okay, flavor without. Any sauce is Chick Chick Fil A, but with the sauce is Cades. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see here. Okay, you your your favorite musical artist? Ooh, uh, I have a lot. Um, I'm country and rap guy. 
So we'll go both. We'll go Ty, uh, let's go Zach Bryan and Little Baby. Okay. Okay. And, and your 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 favorite songs by each of them. Oh. <laughs> Zach Bryan, I'll go something in the orange. Uh Little Baby. Um hmm. I don't know. I don't know. He has so many good ones. I don't know if I can pick. I don't know. I don't know about that one. That one that one would take some time. I might have to put a little <laughs> I don't know. Oh okay. Now do do we have that do do we do we have a, a top five of his songs for you? <sighs> um Let me let me pull him up. Let me pull up his his songs and I'll and I'll I'll, I'll rank him here. For you. Uh, all right, freestyle. Okay, I'll put freestyle as number one. How okay. about that? Okay. Oh, that's a, just a go to. Two thousand two. I mean, throwback. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see now. Now do now do do you do you listen to Little Wayne at all? I have before. I don't. I couldn't tell you one of his songs, to be honest with you. Okay. 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 Um, <laughs> let's think here. Okay. Do you? Uh, are you a gamer at all? You play video games? A little bit. A little bit. Not not much of one, but yeah, I, I yeah I do. Okay. Now, are we a are we a Xbox, a PlayStation, or a PC game? There's only one correct answer, and it's PS. Okay, so I asked this because so the 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 vast majority of your soon to be teammates are PlayStation. Now I will tell you, Coach Doral, Coach yeah. Curly, and the holder Bo Phelps are all Team Xbox. Oh, <laughs> I'm, gonna to, I'm gonna have to get on a phone call with Coach Donald, and we're gonna have to talk about this because that's unacceptable. It really is. <laughs> So, so now, okay, so now, why to you, though, is PlayStation the superior console? How could, I mean, there's just so many, I mean, what does Xbox have to offer that, you know, like, it's just, Xbox is just Xbox, you know, it's it's just old, it's just, when I think of Xbox, it's like Xbox 360, you know, like, you don't, what do you, when you think of PS, you think of, like, PS4, like, you, there's just no comparison. At all, not at okay. all. Okay. So when you do game, what is your game of choice? Uh, hmm, I'm a mad. I'm pretty good at Madden. All my my uh, friends hate me because I look at the literal play and go through coverages, and they don't like that. So <laughs> they, they call it cheating. I don't know why. I mean, I know what you're running on defense, but whatever. Now, okay, I will say that there are a few of your team new teammates. Okay, that they they claim to be really good at Madden. Now that would be Jonathan Mosley, who claims he's the best on the team. That has since been disputed by several players. Uh, okay. And then there's also Kellen Culberson that claims he's pretty good too. Now, so I, so there should be some competition there on the Madden scene for you when you, when you get there. I, I heard it's been pretty pretty competitive. Um, right. Let's see what else. Okay. Um, your favorite TV show? Uh, Peaky Blinders. Okay. Okay. I'll see here. 
Uh, do you have any pregame routines or rituals that you normally do? Um, no, I'm a pretty relaxed guy before games. Um, I just listen to music, um, kind of do my own thing. But no, no, not not. I do have one uh, that I started during the playoffs. Um, I had mismatched socks on. You couldn't tell, but I did have mismatched socks on. So that's the only thing I can really think of. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, Mason, I, I, that's all I have. I appreciate you taking time to come on on a Saturday evening to come on and and talk to me. Uh, I'm. I'm Glad, obviously, that you decided to to become a cho. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing you grow, covering your uh, career, and 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 anytime you want to come back on, you're, you're more than welcome to. Well, I appreciate you having me. No sir, th- no problem. Thank. You. So again, I want to thank Mason for taking time to to come on and talk to me, especially on a Saturday night. I, I was I'm very pleased when I watched the film uh, for the first time yesterday, which is Friday. When I when I watch the film, I purposely watch the film when I'm tired. You might be saying to yourself, why, why would you do that? So I do that because, right, like it's really easy if you're awake and you're alert to watch a film and say this is a good solid film. If I watch a film when I'm tired, not the most alert, and it jolts me awake, that's when I know there's something there. And I, I will say, I, I, I Mason's tape, it didn't, it didn't, it was, it it was, okay, I'll put it like this. It was a good tape, okay, like, it, if if you watch the, I think it was like a four and a half, five minute tape, it's very good tape, right? Like, you, you, you saw a lot of good things. You saw, you saw the deep ball, you saw the poise in the pocket, you saw the ability to improvise. Right, you 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 saw the ability, what he can do in the in the run game. So you saw good things, and so it was able to keep my attention. The way I look at him, uh, if you're if you're a long time listener here, he kind of reminds me of a poor man's version of Will Collins. Okay, now if you if you are new, I feel like I might have brought Will Collins up again before, but but I never never know. So Will Collins, uh, he was a two-star commit on Lord MacArthur, signed with Louisiana Monroe out of high school, actually started the game against OU. Uh, he transferred into UCO in 2018. He won, uh, actually he did not win the quarterback battle because Keith Calhoun started. Uh, Keith would get hurt. Chandler would then start. Chandler would get hurt. Will Collins started, and all he did was go 6-1 as a starter that season, with the lone loss being a very tough senior day loss to, I think it was Emporia, uh, but he still had that great chance hard Texas Bowl comeback. Still one of the, one of the greatest comebacks I have I have I witnessed. Uh, so, it, it, and, and a lot, a lot of what I see out of Mason is what I saw. Well. A lot of what I saw out of Will is what I see out out of Mason. I think, right, I think Mason comes in there, you figure you get to register, obviously. Obviously, Steph's the guy. So you get to learn under Steph. I think you get him a redshirt year. You get him stronger. Uh, I think you kind of fine-tune some things. I really think you have a quality quarterback. Now, I have not 
watched, I think his name is Carson Trimble out of Grove. I've not seen any tape of Carson Trimble. Now, I know my man James D. Jackson uh, for the Oklahoma in there. He covers the high school beat. Uh, he, w- he went up to that playoff game when they got ran on by Carl Albert. I know he had a rough game in there is what I was told. I think he had two or three picks. Uh, so I will have to watch the, uh, the the film there, which I obviously will doing my signing day prep, probably starting mid late January, uh, going over the over the over the guys that are committed uh, and start looking at that. So my signing day is not as hectic and busy because that is that is an adventure in its, in itself. Uh, but I will say I I, I I'm. I'm pleased, though, by what Mason brings to the table. He seems to be a level-headed guy. Uh, he seems to be a, a guy, if you watch the film, right, you, you, the, the the union, the six overtime games there, uh, he's a guy that's going to do what it takes to win. Obviously, he comes from a winning program. Again, I feel like that's overlooked in the recruiting process. Uh, he comes from a coaching staff there under Bill Blankenship that had some success at Tulsa. Right, so uh, I think there's a lot of positives there for the staff to build on with Mason, and so I'm just looking forward to seeing what he does in a Bronco uniform over the next four to five years. Uh, so I'm not sure how many more people have until the new year. Like I said, I've already been talking to a few current guys that have agreed to come on after uh, the. Uh, Christmas break because obviously now it's finals and then they're going to go home so like I said I might be sporadic here uh, We're gonna, I'm going to get with Landon at some point in the near future we can get that basketball update um, and then uh, we we will we will get things following back to more of a normal pace starting in the new year obviously we'll have the signing day stuff uh, and then, like I said, before you know it, it'll be it'll be spring, and and then the season will be back again. Uh, 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 before you know it, so again, I appreciate all the support. I appreciate all the kind words, all the reviews, the likes, the streams, the listens. Truly, truly, truly do appreciate it. So until next next time, my name is Jonathan Goodo, aka JG Smooth. I'll talk to you all later.